This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. Let's start with the National Football League, shall we? So all that conversation about the New York Giants and Russell Wilson and should they make the move, should they not make the move? Well, according to some reports, they were in on the possible move, but the winner? The Denver Broncos. So Russell Wil- Russell Wilson will be taking his talents to the snow country in the Alps. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, look, Denver, it was clear going into this offseason they had to find an upgrade at quarterback. And I don't uh, – look, a- Adam Schefter knows a whole lot more than you and I about football and the ins and outs. It uh, seems it could not be a coincidence that shortly after we get the news that Aaron Rodgers is staying in Green Bay – that all of a sudden Russell Wilson is on his way from Seattle to Denver. They needed to upgrade a quarterback. They paid, a, I think, a pretty high price, but yeah. um, that's what really? the going rate is on a, uh, on a star quarterback. And it's funny, Larry, because it seems like there's some, there's some disagreement uh, within NFL circles about just is, is Russell Wilson still at that peak level? Has he started his, his downward slide already? Um, the Denver Broncos are sure going to find out. Yeah, they, they definitely will. Drew Locke, tight end Noah Fant, defensive lineman Shelby Harris, two first round picks this year, number nine overall and number and uh number in twenty twenty three, two second round picks this year and number forty overall and twenty twenty three, and a twenty twenty two fifth round pick to the Seahawks for Wilson and a twenty twenty two fourth round pick. This is according to Schefter. And I gotta say this, Gordon, I have a lot of respect for what uh, Russell Wilson's been able to do in his career. You cannot take the amount of hits that he has taken and then not take some time off your body and then not take take something away from you. So while he's 33, his body might be 35. <laughs> yeah, uh, and, and you know he's he's not he's a thicker guy. He's not yeah. he's not small in that way, but he is a smaller guy. You know, he's not a Ben Roethlisberger. He's not he's not you know Josh Allen that's going to be able to Mm-mm. take those hits. And he's taken a lot of hits in his time in Seattle. I think one of the reasons why he wanted out of Seattle and. And Denver, it, they are one of those rare teams that was a – I think they think that they're a quarterback away. It certainly looks like they, they're a quarterback away from really contending. Now they got their quarterback. Now they got to go win. But the question becomes, Gordon, they may be a quarterback away, but the quarterback away from what? Because this is a jam-packed AFC right now. You've got, what, the top 10% of quarterbacking, you could argue, is 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 mostly in the in – the, AFC now, because now obviously Aaron Rodgers is back to the Packers. We'll talk about that in a second. But, I mean, you look at the quarterback play in the AFC, this is not an easy place to play. No. Uh, trying to find those uh, th- those wild card spots are going to be tough. I know there's more <laughs> yeah. of them now, but, uh, yeah, no, it's absolutely going to be tougher to come by in the AFC because, I mean, just the AFC West uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> between Herbert and Wilson and, oh. and obviously Mahomes. That's a pretty tough division. You, you got um, you got Josh Allen with the Bills still. Yeah. Um, Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson. You got uh, you know uh, Joe Burrow, who's coming off an unbelievable season. So yeah, there's a lot of good quarterbacks in the AFC, and now that AFC West is absolutely jam packed. It definitely is. Well, Packer fans, rejoice, you cheeseheads! Aaron Rodgers is returning. He made the announcement on social media. Now, allegedly. He signed a big-time contract. He says no, but the bottom line is he came back for some reason, Gordon. I suspect there is money going somewhere. 
Yeah, I'm sure maybe the, I mean, with the NFL and contracts, the money is never really what it is, but uh, it's just about the guaranteed money. But I'm I'm guaranteeing that it's a whole bunch of money. Um, (laughs) I don't know what the exact numbers are. I'm sure we'll find out in time. To me, part of that was that Aaron didn't like, I'm sure, because he is such a diva. He is, it's all about him all the time that Mm -hmm. as soon as his announcement came, the Russell Wilson deal came, and that was the bigger story because we kind of thought that there was a good possibility of, of Rodgers returning to Green Bay. The Seattle trade, I don't think anybody really saw that coming at this point, so that turned out to be the bigger story, and I'm sure Aaron didn't like the fact that the attention was off him for a little while, so he had to come out and dispute whatever reports were out there. Which means he's got paid. <laughs> oh, clearly. I mean, he, he wasn't going back for nothing. So no, 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 no. We know that. I, just wonder, I wonder, is this the end of it now? Like, when we get to the end of next year, do you think we'll get a fresh round of, well, you know, Aaron's not happy with this, and Aaron's not happy with that, and maybe he wants to go someplace else? Or I, I, I'm just wondering. I'm hoping that this is at least the end point of that, that narrative. I don't think so, Gordon. It depends on what happens next year. I mean, suppose it's a, it's a scenario that's similar to this year. He has a phenomenal regular season, an MVP-type season, and he implodes in the postseason oh, as oh, he's done terrible. before. Terrible. Okay? So, oh, what so, a terrible postseason he had. So what? obviously he's going to say, well, I'm, this is not what I want. I thought we were close. I, so I came back here. Now, they've already uh, tried to help him by placing a franchise tag on all-pro receiver Devontae Adams, so at least he's got one big-time player coming back. But, you know, last year was good for them, Gordon. Their defense was very good. You just – obviously special teams was an issue. But you don't always have everything fall into place like that year after year after year. No, uh, their division, the NFC North, is not the greatest. Uh, I think the Bears are going to continue to struggle. The Lions are still a rebuilding team there. So really, you're just talking about the Packers and maybe the Vikings. But they have a pretty clear path to to a to a division title. But you're right; uh, these these uh, these opportunities don't uh, don't come along all that often. When and there's going to be a decline phase at some point. You know, things are not just going to go perfectly every single year, and they went pretty perfectly this year until until the playoffs started. Yeah, and they should have taken care of that uh, scenario going on up there with the, with the special teams. You had to know, Gordon. You had to know it was going to come back and bite you at one point. It, it, did, it certainly did at that. And Ro- I mean, look, Rogers is the guy who's supposed you know is the MVP, two time MVP. He's supposed to be able to to help you overcome that. And they mm-hmm. got. I mean, remember how easy that opening drive was? They oh, went right down the field. Yeah. And then did nothing the rest of the game. So, um, look, I wish that the baseball owners would almost take a look at how everybody has taken their has taken what they used to do, and 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 now it's it's about them and not about baseball. Baseball used to mm-hmm. be the sport yeah. where there was no off season. Now that's football. Clearly, that is football. And if it's not football, because the 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 popularity of the NFL, it just feels like. The entire sports world is football with little other things thrown in at this point that football has lapped the field so much. But then when you get to the NBA offseason, that has spectacular moments as well between free agency or trades or the draft or the lottery, all these different things. And baseball, which used to have that title, they can't get out of their own way. So hopefully baseball will maybe at some point realize that and make a deal and, and figure out a way to kind of steal back what used to be theirs. You know, baseball's hot stove is now the NFL's warm stove. 
I mean, they just, yeah. you just talk about it year round. There's mm-hmm. always something going on with the National Football League. And surprisingly, Gordon, you know what? The NBA is a close second right now. Oh, no question. No question. I mean, think about the last few posts, uh, uh, the last few off seasons in baseball. We keep waiting for deals. We keep waiting mm-hmm. for something to happen. Nothing happens. And and whenever, if they do, assuming they make a deal at some point here, I'm sure that there'll be a flurry of activity. But it's not the same thing. It'll be it'll be a flurry of activity in a very short period of time. It's not the typical offseason that you want. And uh, hopefully at some point, baseball, again, will get out of their own way and come up with some sort of deal here. But um, they got to get back to – that's another thing that they really got to fix. And I don't even think that that's even on the, the list of things to work on. But it should be. It definitely should be. That gauntlet in the AFC, and you talked about the West especially – that's going to be a lot of fun. And the question is, will remain, does Denver have enough for the rest of their team? <laughs> okay, we know they're pretty solid at quarterback, but do they have enough to make some noise out in the West? Well, I think they're in the mix. Um, you know, I, I think that in the AFC, you kind of feel like it's always the Chiefs, right? Like they're yes. like the odds-on favorites, even though they're, 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 they didn't go, they didn't represent the uh, AFC this year in the Super Bowl. So, I mean, they are still the team to beat out there. But I think that Denver is certainly in the mix. And here's the thing. Denver couldn't be in the conversation until they fixed the quarterback position, right? They tried to mm-hmm. do, you know, they've tried a thousand things since Elway retired. None of them have really worked. Drew Locke didn't work. Teddy Bridgewater didn't work. Uh, they've tried a bunch of things. So this is a guy who, when he is right, is is among the, the best court. Now, I don't think that he's in the top ten. I don't think he's one, two, three, four, or five. But he's in that top 10, and you can win a Super Bowl with him. And that's the question. Any time you're, you're, you're getting a quarterback and, and you're turning your offense over to that guy, the question has to be, can I win with this guy? And you know that you can with Russell Wilson, but I think the degree of difficulty with him is a little higher than w- if it would be Patrick Mahomes or, or Justin uh, Her- or, uh, uh, Joe Burrow or, or somebody like that. Mm-hmm. I agree with you. I would feel a little better about Denver's chances if Von Miller was there anchoring that defense, although he's he's taken his talents to uh, the Rams. But, you know, there has been some conversation mm-hmm. that he's indicated that he'll come back. You know, he's open to coming back because he has a ring. So he, he'll become a mercenary if he wants to. Yeah. And look, as I mentioned before, you know, there's been some talk about, you know, Russell Wilson might not be what he was. He, he definitely struggled. He was injured this past year, something that he never is. Uh, if he is healthy, he is a guy that puts up numbers. I mean, Absolutely. you take a look at the last three years that he's been healthy. He's put up 40 touchdowns, 31 touchdowns, 35 touchdowns, uh, and he has thrown 25 interceptions before this year, 25 interceptions. And even this year where he struggled, he only threw six. So wow. he's a guy that uh, you can definitely succeed with. And, um, as again, uh, these guys don't become available, right? Like, the, like to get even to get Russell Wilson, who I think everybody would kind of agree is in the top ten, but closer to ten than to one. Mm-hmm. You're giving up two ones, you're giving up two twos, you're giving up players, and there are some questions. He is 33 years old. He he got hurt this past year, something that has not been an issue in the past. So they, there is a gamble here for Denver. But if you want to be part of the conversation, you got to get that thing solved, and it's very difficult to do it. So you have to pay the price. Our Adam Schefter on SportsCenter today says Seattle-Denver, they've been chatting about this for a while. Some people might say, well, is this having to do with Aaron Rodgers? The Broncos moved on from him? No. The Broncos and Seahawks have been in talks for a couple of weeks now. The Broncos general manager, George Payton, initiated the talks, and they are resulting 
in a deal, an agreement with the Seattle Seahawks in which Russell Wilson has to waive his no-trade clause, which he's expected to do, and which he must pass a physical, which obviously he is expected to do. And obviously that will all happen. Russell then would become the quarterback of the Denver Broncos, but there's an agreement in place between both sides that would send Russell Wilson to Denver in one of the biggest NFL trades in NFL history, an enormous package of players and picks going back to Seattle. Gordon, one of the biggest trades in NFL history. Well, in it's terms a big of trade, but yeah. I, well, I mean, maybe not in terms of star power, but in terms mm-hmm. of draft picks and and established NFL players as well. Uh, mm-hmm. Noah Fant is an established NFL player. I don't know how much Drew Locke. I don't know if he's established, but it's a haul. I mean, they did give up a whole lot here to get Russell Wilson. So. Um, uh, and and any other pieces like if you, if you're thinking all right we definitely have to solve quarterback and we have to solve we have to tech, check off these things as well the odds of them checking off those things are going to be more difficult now with no first round picks no second round picks the next two years the first thing that I thought of was if you're giving up all this for Russell Wilson if and when Deshaun Watson gets his <laughs> legal situation I mean what are you going to give up for him he's what oh. 27 28. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, he's significantly younger. Yes. Now, he's got some off-the-field baggage that I don't know it that does. every team is going to want to deal with. But in, in terms of, uh, of a quarterback right now, uh, there's a whole lot more. It, it, you know, for the, for the Broncos, you've got to basically win here either the next two or three years, you would think. I agree. And yeah. when last we saw uh, that young man in Houston, there was not a lot of talent around him. No. And he performed very well. Yeah, no, he he can definitely um, he can definitely light it up as well. It's just whether or not when is he going to get back on the field, mm-hmm. even when he is eligible to get the the legal stuff, which seems like it's starting to ramp up now, and we'll get some sort of decision here before too long. Right, it's been in a holding pattern. It feels like forever. Yeah, um, even when he's eligible to play, he's going to be facing some sort of suspension, right? I mean, he's not. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, if Calvin Ridley got a year for betting on, you know, an online app for $1,500, what do you get for that? I mean, you should have got more, Gordon. Right. Well, she got more than a year. You think? Only because of the precedent that it puts, yeah, only you because got, of what gotta, it puts yeah. in the back of your mind. Right. They can't, you know, they can't go down on that his road. own team. Yep. Yeah. Well, see, well see, but it wasn't like thing. he was working with some inside no, information. But or, you would you think he would. Because see, yeah, he, it was here's stupid. what happens now. It, there's no question about it. But here's the thing that, if suppose he drops a pass, now you're wondering. Absolutely, no, absolutely. <laughs> you got, you got, you got to come. You, you know? got to bring down the hammer. I thought a year was was a, maybe a little bit too much, but you know mm-hmm. what? It's almost like you can't have it too much, right? Yeah. I mean, because you you, you can't. Make a statement. You got to make a statement, right? You can't have guys betting. If you're in the league, you cannot bet in any way, and it does seem hypocritical for a league where. I mean, how many different companies <laughs> is the NFL in bed with? Everybody. Six, seven. I mean, there's. I mean, there and literally there was not a commercial break of a football game this year that did not have some sort of gambling ad, right? You're right. So you're right. It does seem a little hypocritical for the league, but it yeah, does. I don't think you can have. I don't think you can go down that road where you you want to leave it so that there's yeah. any ambiguity. See, he can bet on any other sport. No, he just I can't don't bet th- on his own. I don't See, think- to me. Yeah, me. I don't think that – I think as an NFL player, I think one of the things is the NFL does not want their players betting on any sport. Right. You would so, think. But, I mean, he, he, didn't, he didn't give himself even that wiggle room. 
Because, no. I mean, he got a year. He got he suspended for a year. He's going to lose $11 million in salary. <gasps> for a $1,500 bet. For a 50 I mean, that is <laughs> that is the failing of the IQ test right there. Yeah, that, that that's pretty bad. That's yeah. pretty bad. Adam Schefter, as we get back to talking about the Russell Wilson trade, Gordon, here's Schefter's reaction from the league on the trade. Yeah, well, I got one head coach texting me, wow, there's another team that was aware that this could be coming down. People are just starting to get wind, and obviously this is a move that's going to have enormous ramifications. I think Russell Wilson is up to the challenge of being in a division with Patrick Mahomes and Justin Herbert and Derek Carr. Think about the quarterbacks in the AFC West alone. That is quite the situation there with all those great quarterbacks. They're now playing in one division, and it's a situation where, look, Denver's been looking to replace its quarterback since Peyton Manning retired, and from the day John Elway retired, they were looking to replace him with another quarterback. Well, they were never able to fill Elway's shoes until Peyton Manning came along, and they've been not been able to fill Peyton Manning's shoes until now Russell Wilson comes along. Russell Wilson's 33 years old. I would imagine he's got two years left on his deal. At some point in time, the Broncos will enter into talks to try to get an extension done to keep Russell Wilson in Denver. But the Broncos have basically coveted a quarterback mm. the last couple of years. It was the biggest priority for their general manager, George Peyton, and now they've gone ahead and they have moved ahead to close a deal with Russell Wilson. Well, they're not the only team in the National Football League coveting a quarterback. <laughs> That's for sure. That is for sure. Well, you know, it's funny because you take a look at what other teams are looking at, and I've seen people talking about Washington is taking a look at uh, maybe Jameis Winston. Mm -hmm. You have the Giants talking about maybe bringing in Mitch Trubisky. Mm-hmm. The, the price that you pay to get a Russell Wilson, it is significant. It is a high price, but you have to pay it to get a guy who you know can win. Absolutely. And now you got those Seattle in the mix because as of right now, Drew Locke is not your, not a sexy starter I, for, no, for Seattle. I would not think so. That, that sounds like a complete rebuild situation now. Yeah. You know, Don always talks about how young Pete Carroll looks. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think there's some there's some grain. He's going to be like grain. the president the next. You know, like the president <laughs> when the first year and then the last year. Yeah, that's right. Might be might for Pete. It's, it's good. Might be a long haul for Pete. Let's go to the phones. One eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. Frank is in the car. Hey, Frank, you're up first on ESPN New York tonight. Hey boys, how you doing? I, I just wanted to see if you think ten is too early for the Jets to take Tyler Lindenbaum. If he is as hyped up as he's, as he's said to be, why are they not thinking about him as the next Nick Mangles? I'll hang up and listen. Thanks, guys. All right, Frank. Thanks for the phone call. I don't think it's high, Gordon, because that's what you need. You I, Let me put it this way. I would rather see him in that spot or even flip him, uh, you know, I, but I'd rather see him at that spot than to see them draft. Now I've seen in two mock drafts where they're taking a safety at number four when they went through this with a safety Jamal Adams at number six, which is one of the reasons why they have an extra draft pick in this draft. Yeah. Uh, the only, and again, I come to it late. I don't watch the college football during mm -hmm. the season. I kind of pick it up after the NFL season is over as we get ready for the draft. The only real criticism I have seen of Linderbaum is that centers generally don't typically get drafted that high. Right. If that's the only, if that's the only knock on him, because all the reports are glowing, uh, I would think that, no, a 10 is not too high to take him. Now, you have to see how the draft kind of goes. Is it possible that you could move down and still get mm -hmm. him? Um, it, and it also kind of depends on what are you doing at, at four. Right. 
Because if you go an offensive line at four, I wouldn't think you're going offensive line again at ten. I would think you probably grab uh, grab a pass rusher there. It seems right. like this draft is is offensive linemen and pass rushers, and 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 really, it's pass rushers and offensive linemen. So, uh, I would think that if you know if you get maybe Thibodeau at four, mm-hmm. then I think that Linderbaum certainly becomes a real possibility at ten. If e- I've said this a while, if either the Jets or Giants come away with this kid Tyler Linderbaum, he is uh, all the reports are glowing, and and as bad as the offensive line has been a uh, just a black hole for both teams, mm-hmm. I don't think any fan base will be upset by that pick. For me, if I were a Jet fan, I would want them to go defense first, though, Gordon. Um, I would. I'd yeah, I guess I probably first. would too. Yeah, you, you, you can never have enough pass rushers. They don't have any. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they don't have and, any. And it really seems like this is a year that you can get a week one, day one starter. There's like five or six or seven of them in that first round. Mm-hmm. Yep. So it's a very deep position, and with two first round picks, the Jets have to absolutely get one. It's just a question of which one they want, uh, and then. I do think at 10 that Linderbaum will be in the mix. The, the yeah. one thing that the Jets and Giants really could use is for somebody to fall in love with one of these quarterbacks. Yes. That yeah. would really set them up it well. Help them it up. doesn't seem like anybody's moving up to get any of these quarterbacks right now. Yeah, this is this is this is a tough year for you to have to be 4 and 5. <laughs> yeah. Because, because if this is last year, you could oh. you could have made oh, you could have made a haul. Mhm. Well, you, know. you take a look at what the Dolphins did last year. They moved from three to twelve. Yeah, and they got uh, they got the Niners' first round pick last year. They got their first round pick this year, and they got their first round pick next year. Hmm, that's nice. That's a nice haul to get. That yeah, that is nice. That is nice. Speaking of the Jets, that was on the mind of Keyshawn Johnson this morning on KJM eight to ten Monday through Fridays here on ninety eight seven ESPN, and he was asked who's in a better position, Giants or Jets. I think the Giants have a better future, man. I think they got a good coach in Brian Dable. I think they got a good general manager in Joe Shane. And I think that they have some pieces in play. They certainly are going to get their faster turnaround than the Jets. I'm not sold on Zach Wilson. I understand that they picked up a couple offensive linemen in Beckton and company. I get it. But I'm not sold on Robert Sala either. I'm not sold on Joe Douglas. I like some of his drafting and some of the acquisitions that he has picked up and moving on from Jamal Adams and turning that into two first-round picks. Some of the moves. But I'm not sold. Like, Robert Sala hasn't sold. Uh, Mike LaFleur hasn't sold me. He went from the sideline to the booth, then they bring in the quarterback coach from that was his personal coach. It's just a lot of stuff that needs to settle down for the Jets. For a guy like Robert Sala, who's supposed to be this nail, as tough as nails, he got caught into a back and forth with Rex Ryan, and it's just it's just too much. See, well, I think the Giants are now pretty solid. You know, it's interesting, and I think, Gordon, we focus so much on – how players mature from one to two, first year to second year, right? That's usually the biggest jump that players take from their rookie year to their sophomore year. You know what, Gordon? It's the same for coaches. When you're a first-time head coach and you've just been the guy that's held, been responsible for one side of the football, it's different when you've got to focus on everybody. And it'll be interesting to see how Robert Sala matures in his second year, having went through what he went through with all the things that Key mentioned and how does he learn from that? What changes does he make on his staff to reflect some of the things that did not work out as you look back? So it's going to be very interesting for me to see how Coach Sala matures from year one to year two. 
What I heard Keyshawn say was not so much that he actually likes the Giants. It's just that he doesn't really like the Jets situation. <laughs> exactly. Because how, well, how could you like the Giants situation? You got a coach who's never been a head coach before. You got a GM who's never been a GM before. You got a quarterback. You don't know. The quarterback situation is so bad, they're actually toying with the idea of bringing in Mitchell Trubisky. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's not exactly any, I don't think anybody thinks that's a long-term solution. Um, th- th- this year is, is primarily they're not even looking really at this year so much as they are tearing down all the pieces of the previous year's team. So what I heard Keyshawn say there, he might say that he likes the Giants better, <laughs> but it's only because he really doesn't like what the Jets are doing. Yeah, you're probably right. You're probably right. You know, it's funny. Uh, when I saw the Panthers are listening to trade offers for Christian McCaffrey, and then there's another article that I think Samini had on .com talking about how Joe Douglas says he's looking to make deals. Then I get this text from Steve Lennox, you know, our colleague up in Bristol. Mm-hmm. He says, should the Jets kick the tires on Christian McCaffrey? The oh, Jets God. should kick the tires. Listen, the Jets should kick the tires on anybody that they think, okay, will increase them talent-wise. Here's my concern about McCaffrey. He's in, he misses a lot of games, Gordon. Yeah, don't kick he the tires. He'll, be, he'll miss games. a couple of weeks because you kick the tires on him. Um, yeah, I mean, he's played 10 games in two years. And not 10 games in 10 games. He's played 10 games in two years. I would not invest any money in running back. It's not the way to go. It's, always, it's almost always a mistake. And the Panthers are a prime example. If you were to, you know, to, to create a, 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 a TED Talk about uh, not spending money on running back, mm-hmm. you could spend an entire section talking about Christian McCaffrey and his contract. They gave him the yeah. huge contract, gave him a ton of money, and the guy hasn't played. He's been hurt a ton. Now, he's a great player when he plays, yes. but giving that guy that second contract, any guy, the same problem for the Giants, giving Saquon Barkley the, a second contract, I think is going to be a mistake if they end up doing it. It's always a mistake. I would not invest any. Go grab a guy in the third round, the fourth round, mm-hmm. and you invest your money elsewhere. I tell you, and, and that's so funny because you're the, you're in the same town. You're watching what the Giants are going through. Oh, as man. you mentioned, you're watching yeah. it firsthand. No, and you know, the, you know, it's unfortunate how running backs have been devalued, mm-hmm. but it just it's, it's the way it is right now. The, it's it's not their time, you know, because you. Because running backs are so deep, you can get one, like you said, third, fourth round. could be phenomenal. You pay him a little bit for a couple of years, then you move on and get another one. Absolutely. It's the only way to go. It's like leasing a car. You don't buy yes. it, you lease it, you're better off doing it. because. Uh, and you're right, it's a shame it's that way, but the, cro- the code has been cracked. We, we yes. now know what to do, and, and that's why you know, we, have, we spend so much time talking about sports arguments, Larry, and mm-hmm. – so often, we never get a real answer. We'll never know who's better, Jordan or, or LeBron. The, 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 the amount of conversation that we had about Saquon Barkley going number two, <laughs> we got an answer. It was a mistake yeah. then. It was a mistake now. Uh, don't compound the mistakes. You're right. This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN.